Our guest today is Linda Tilson. Linda is an accounting manager at the Washington State Department of Labor and Industry. One of her biggest passion projects include a podcast entitled Guiding Light. This podcast fosters humility by guiding people on how to embrace their current situation to become resilient, confident, and successful in all areas of their personal and professional lives. Thank you for being here with us, Linda. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. We decided to invite Linda because we believe she embodies all of the characteristics of being a limitless professional. She has overcome different obstacles in her uh, personal and professional career. And that's definitely one of, of the main keys when it comes to being limitless. What problems do you go through and how do you overcome them? There are other several things that describe um, how limitless Linda is. Normally, when you meet with her, she always has good advice for you. She has great recommendations for different topics that you might have and that come up in your life. But without further ado, we will let Linda introduce herself and tell us a little bit about her. Okay, I'd be happy to tell you a little bit about myself. I always see things in the light of what could be. And so when somebody says something can't be done, I'm thinking, why not? If someone says something's hard, how can we lift a barrier to make it easier? It's about being open to what could be. Perfect. Thank you, Linda. With that in mind, uh, could you think of a perhaps a difficult moment in your life that you did not feel as limitless? What do you think were a couple of things that you did to to overcome that? Okay, that's an excellent question and something that I've been through. One of the things that happens in people's lives is that they will graduate from high school, pick a career, go to college, enter the work world. And lo and behold, they might have some experiences that will draw upon some of their other strengths that may be more hidden, or maybe they're just a point of discovery. And when you find out what those are, sometimes it can be a little hard to do and perform the job that you're in because you see this new strength that you have and you just want to use it. I think it can be a little challenging what to do with that information. For me, um, there's certain things I had to do to overcome that. But if you find something that you're really passionate and excited about, find ways to put it into your work so you can have exposure and experience it. But then you also have to have that balance where that thing that you're really um, passionate about, you have a way to bring it in so that your business or functional area can also experience those things as well. Really finding the balance is, a, is what you need to do. And for me, getting unstuck, um, when I came to that place and people would ask me, you know, why is it that you're interested in facilitated workshops? You know, why do you like to develop and deliver them? Why do you prefer to work on coaching um, as one of your other areas? The experience that I'm in, being a middle manager and guiding and coaching accounting professionals, I get to do that every day. By doing those things and for and trying new experiences along the way, then I bring them back to my team and we embrace and use them together. Then I feel like I'm using my strengths. That is excellent. I'm, I'm so glad that you're mentioning that, Linda. And I have to say, from knowing you, I know that you always, when you show up to work, that is exactly how you show up, bringing those skills that you have, not only the technical, but those mentoring and coaching aspects and bringing them into work and your relationships. And I think that's priceless. Mm, is there anything that you, from having gone through your career, that you would recommend young 
younger professionals that they can do to oh, be limitless? Absolutely. What I tell people when they're thinking about doing something uh, and they're on the fence, they don't know if they uh, have the skill set. Do they have the capacity to do it? You know, are they a little bit scared about it? And I said, well, what would happen if you do this thing and it works out really well? If you don't try it, you're never going to know. So what's the worst that's going to happen? And and they'll tell me, well, nothing. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen if I do this thing and it doesn't turn out the way that I expected it to. And that's great. And, you know, sometimes I think we just need to hear that. And I think that makes a difference in, into not us not only approaching that new thing, but feeling more confident next time that we do it. So I think it does help to hear it, even just to hear somebody say that to you. I think it makes a difference. That's actually how my podcast was born, was the fact that I had met someone on LinkedIn who is a branding coach. And he said, Linda, you can best showcase the skills that you have for working with individuals, the coaching, the facilitating, the mentoring through having a uh, program where you really get in and you get to know a person, you talk about the challenges that they're, they're facing and you give them the confidence and the, I guess, encouragement to go to that next stage. And by them telling their story, the most powerful thing that can happen is that it can touch one or more people and they can see that a person went through a challenge and that it's very possible to move through the challenge and, and come out on the other side and, and do it in a healthy way. And so for me, that wasn't something that I was planning on. It was someone believing in a skill set that I had and seeing how I could use a different medium to really um hone in so people could get to know me a little bit more and why they would want to work with me uh, versus being in a college catalog listing, for example. That doesn't give quite the same traction as listening to someone's uh, conversation and how they can really get in and know another person. So would you say that it's important to challenge challenge people, especially when you're sometimes in that comfort zone and you don't really, it's hard for you to get out of it. And I, I've been in some of those comfort zones quite a bit, but it is, it is hard sometimes. Yes, I very much so. I, I had no thought of doing a podcast. I will do webinars to teach a technical skill. I'll also do webinars to teach um, other soft skills, but I had no thought that I would do a podcast and that it would be as successful as it was. I was more afraid of it. All of the preparation of getting to know a person to coming up with topics that we're going to address and then being able to frame it in a way that is inspirational and empowering to the people that are listening. You mentioned doing workshops. Do you have any workshops that are that you feel very passionate about and you care and, and, and you want to move forward? Absolutely. The one that is my favorite right now is my resiliency workshop. And the reason why that is everyone will come across a point in their life that's going to be challenging, whether it's an event like a, a, a death of a spouse, a loss of a job. You could um, have a child that needs extra help in their school, in their education. Any of those things could happen. And it's all about finding ways that you can adapt to the situation. And so it's more than adapting and overcoming. It's really taking a deeper dive and getting to know a little bit more about yourself. And we talk about what helps or hinders a person to be able to move forward. And so the question that you ask is, what do you need from yourself and others in order to do that? We actually look at what is the current reality and what is the future reality that you desire and deserve 
for yourself. And we paint that picture. And then to finish it off, we are making action steps to be able to move closer to that place. That's wonderful. Within the the last several years, I've I've read quite a few articles related to being resilient and and I think having good conversations about it is important, but we we do need to take that extra step. And I think equipping people, not only current leaders, future leaders, people that are going through such tough moments, equipping them to be resilient, I think it's key. And and the thing that I stress the most in my workshops is resiliency is like a muscle that you build and you don't just focus on it when things are difficult. You focus on it even when things are good. So that way, when you get to those difficult moments, you are responding rather than reacting. Well, that's that's a very good one. Do you think currently we talk enough about how to build resiliency? I don't know that we do. We think that we can, like, if we work harder or we stick to it and, and work through the item that it will take care of itself. Sometimes that's not the answer. Sometimes the answer is not doing something, saying no and setting up boundaries of, of what is okay and what's not okay. There's different strategies for different scenarios. And so I think we need to talk about different strategies that could be employed because for me, people would say when I was in a tough situation to go ahead and stick it out you can do this. It's only a matter of time. It's temporary. And I just was like really having a hard time trying to do this whole sticking out everything. I was getting tired, mentally drained. My physical was going downhill. And so I had to look inside myself and find some different things of how I'd handle all the different dimensions. And so physical self, well, one of the best ways is to get plenty of sleep. Because if you're not sleeping well, you are not going to handle a stressor very well. You're going to you're going to react. I had to come up with new things. And one of those was stepping out and doing my preparation and delivery of workshops by teaching resiliency. I needed to be that resilient person. And I think that's very impactful. I'm a hard worker and I care about the work that I do. But there have been times where I have not taken time for myself and have burned myself out. And then that makes it harder. You're talking about the not sleeping enough, the exercise component, the mental aspect of it. And I think a lot of the times we ignore that and we think, oh, we can get through it. Yes. Having the tools and knowing that when you use the tools that you can have the confidence that you're going to get there and the two go hand in hand. And so a lot of times we'll talk a lot about confidence as the foundation before we even get started on the things that we want to fix to create that desired reality that we're looking for. Wonderful. And thank you so much. You have shared so much with us today. And uh, we encourage you to keep being limitless and uh, sharing all your knowledge and your wonderful skills with us because they are very valuable for, for our local community. Thank you very much. <laughs>